G'day, how you going? This is Nick, or Porcho, that Aussie guy you may have seen or heard. I run the not-so-successful podcast, Nothing New Under the Porch, and am happily part of the Play Well Network. Go get pwned, because that's what happens if you listen to a show from the Play Well Network. I today have a cold, and I have a nice nasally quality to my talking. Um, you're going to have to put up with that as this is only a bite size and we'll get through it pretty quick. Today I am sitting in the backlog bite size seat for a change. I'm fairly caught up on my own material so I thought I'd put something else together for you the valued listener. Today I'm just going to talk on trophy hunting or mainly platinum hunting and achieving 100% in games. Are there benefits? What is the point? Could we be doing something else apart from doing this? Well. I'll get to that. I have a little history of my trophy hunting adventures first. It's not much for history. Growing up on the Nintendo 64, Game Boy and PS2 made it seem like getting 100% in a game wasn't such a highlighted thing. I mean, there was still the potential to complete games as extra things were unlocked sometimes when you did. Boo to the games that give you no bonuses though. Shame on you. Completion was never something I was particularly into growing up, though. I just wanted to play the game. Funny that. I was a terrible gamer, really. I wouldn't finish games too often. If I got stuck, then, you know, I'd just as happily start the game over and not bother with the tricky part until it came up again. Then, all of the time, I'd just persevere and get past it in the end. My cares for 100%ing did not exist. Later on in high school, I got a PS3, which I saved up for with seasonal work. Having that enabled me to learn about trophy hunting and the potential to get everything in the game like a checklist. Early on with the PS3, a lot of the games didn't have trophies. I'm not sure if many people would remember that. It was a bummer for me because the handful of games I did have for the PS3, I couldn't get trophies for because there was no option. I still played them like a normal game and it didn't really deter from the experience. I knew that they were now a thing though and it would have been cool to be able to start the collecting process, but oh well. The first game I bought that had trophies was Fallout 3, the old Oblivion with guns. Man, I loved this game and I still do. Pretty keen for a remaster, which could be on the cards, seeing so all that information about Xbox was released recently. I want the Oblivion remaster to happen too. That's probably more important to me. Just quit re-releasing Skyrim. No one wants that anymore. Okay, so Fallout 3 had me drooling because of the fun open world and the fact that I could get the trophies. I was 17 and had plenty of time on my hands. Many hours were spent playing this buggy and glitchy game. There were a lot of crashes that hindered my progress like any Bethesda game, just When you're getting good headway and all of a sudden the game freezes and when did it save last? Oh well. However, I did manage to get the platinum in Fallout 3 and I was stoked about it. Not a very hard plat to achieve, mind you, but I had a great time getting it. Fallout 3 is one of those games I wish I could play again for the first time. We all have that game, I'm pretty sure. After this plat, I got the Resident Evil 5 one, which was great as I had quite a few sleepovers with a friend and we'd play it co-op late at night. 
Not sure what happened to that PlayStation Network account. After a few years, I stopped gaming and I forgot my login details. That account with those two Platinums exists somewhere, but I have no access to it. Don't even remember what my name was. After a while, I got back into gaming. I'm pretty sure I had a three-year sabbatical where I didn't keep up with it and, well, gaming didn't hold my interest much at all. Sad times. I miss some good gaming fun. Fast forward. I got married, bought a PS4 and Switch and started gaming again. I was the new kid in town. Then I picked up a few more Platinums on my new PlayStation Network profile. And here I am today, sitting here talking to you with a cold. I wouldn't say I am an obsessive Platinum hunter. I like getting them because I like completing to-do lists and that's basically what they are. They are far more fun than the to-do lists you make up for yourself around the house and are often far cheaper too because household jobs can get expensive. If you don't like the to-do aspect of it, then maybe you like it for the fact that it makes your collection look good. That doesn't really appeal to me. Along with completing the to-do list, the reward is also in the challenge. Such games like Elden Ring and Hades provided such a challenge for me. You had to face some tough challenges and use some actual thought and skill to navigate those challenges. They weren't something you could accidentally do. This, I feel, makes the point and purpose of the Platinum Run so fun. Only the last year I realised I was focusing too much on the Platinum Roadmap for a game. Before I started a game, I would check the difficulty and run my eyes over the tasks. Being strategic like this helped me in the approach I would take when going for the Platinum. After a couple of games that I got Plats in, I realised that I was kind of ruining the game and the point of playing it. What happened to the kid on his 64 who would just play it because it was fun? I really was starting to miss the point and I wasn't making games fun for myself. I wouldn't focus too heavily on the story or much of the game because I wanted to follow the to-do list. My gameplay method became very structured and allowed for little wriggle room for just wasting time and having fun in the world. My time I feel in the game and throughout the experience of it became, well, a waste of time. Playing it to receive some digital trophy that shows I completed a to-do list became little more than doing chores around the house. There's more benefit to doing chores, really. A platinum needs to be earned in a manner that involves you trying to get the most out of the game because you love the fun and challenge involved in it. It's also a nod of appreciation to the developers for creating such a great experience that you want to get all you can out of. My use of the game was more a means to an end, I guess. The fact that I need to play this game to get another Platinum. I'm not saying I gathered a heap of Platinums, as you will see on my PSN profile, but I quickly got to a point where I realised I was in it for the wrong reasons. It was no longer fun aiming to collect the Platinum. It was a waste of time. I have a comparison to make a point here. When travelling, there are tourists who go to a place to enjoy the culture, the food, the sights, and the fact that they are on holiday. Then there are tourists who just go to take a photo of the main landmark and then move on to the next place just so they can tick the box and say they've been there. In this example, I associate myself as the first tourist. I want to make the most of my stay. This should be reflected into my gameplay style. My time in a game should be worthwhile and not just objective-driven. 
People didn't make games just so we can tick a box and move on, and God didn't create the earth with all its splendour just so we can passively take a photo and move on. Enjoy it, and be a part of both things. These things were made with purpose. Not all games have purpose, though. Final Fantasy X-2, I'm looking at you. Getting the platinum in that would just... Man, that'd be the end of me. I'd have to pay someone to do it, or, or would I? One thing about trophy hunting that I don't get is why you would pay someone to get every trophy for you. To think this is a legitimate service just goes to show how lazy people are and how empty they must be to think that this will give them satisfaction. When does gaming transform into this weird need? I think this is where the mark is missed and the target of needing one's pride to be buffed is aimed for instead. Gaming obviously isn't something that is to be enjoyed by those who need to pay someone to do it for them. All they gain is the emptiness that a platinum trophy brings when you put no effort into it. I'm not dissing the whole go and get a platinum trophy effort. I am more wondering where our hearts are when we set out for this sort of thing. Obviously, I think buying your way to platinum is disgraceful and the way I mentioned I play games for a bit is not very honouring of my time and attention either. If you're kind of unsure of how your playstyle fits with platinum hunting or just a 100%ing, sorry for saying platinum all the time, it's just it's the main platform I am on, the PlayStation, so I'm saying platinum. Yeah, and anyway, if you're kind of unsure of how your playstyle fits with platinum hunting, then maybe that's good. You probably don't care and are happy just to play the game. If so, then playing the game for the enjoyment is of a great benefit. And getting a platinum trophy on top of that is a cool reward for the fun and effort. Some games have easy platinums and the games aren't that great. Well, they're barely games at all. My name is Mayo, for example. Which I admit to getting the platinum on when I was playing games wrong. Recently I played Tie the Tasmanian Tiger 2 Bush Rescue. I checked the platinum roadmap for some reason, even though I try not to now. It had a 3 out of 10 difficulty which is very easy. To give context, I am Tasmanian and I wanted to play the game to make a quirky review episode on my podcast. Basically, a Tasmanian reviewing a game quite sternly with the assumption the game is about Tasmania, even though it isn't. It should be a good episode, I promise. The game itself is okay, not great. It's a platformer and I'm not a huge fan of platformers. And with platforming, there are lots of things to collect. I didn't want to spend extra time in a game that was mediocre, even if it was easy to crap a platinum that I didn't care too much for. This, I feel, is a step in the right direction. It shows I'm honouring my time and that I'm knowing when to call it quits. Just because you play a game doesn't mean you have to get the plat. That's the same with games you really love. Sometimes it's not that worth it. I mean, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, for instance, is a game that is really good even though it doesn't have a hookshot. To 100% it, you need to collect 900 Korok seeds. Talk about a waste of time. Why do that when you can start some other game and start seeing what that has to offer? At the point where you decide to start collecting 900 Korok seeds, a question should pop into your head. Could I be playing or doing something better? My views on 100%ing and platinuming may sound conflicting, but basically all I can say is don't do it if it strips the game of fun, or if it is a waste of time, or you're doing it to puff up your pride. 
especially don't pay someone to do it. Be a gamer who can kick back and enjoy the medium of gaming for what it is. It's a good gift, not a task. How about you enjoy it that way? All right, that's all I've got. If you like what I had to say, then good for you. If I made you angry, then that's a shame. Soz. If you want to connect with me, then find me most likely as Nicholas Porch or as Nothing New Under the Porch. Okay, well, keep beating down your backlogs and don't be a whip. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Backlog Breakdown. If you want to join in the conversation, you can email us at thebacklogbreakdown at gmail.com or join our Facebook group, The Backlog Book Club, on Facebook. And on Twitter, our handle is at BBDownCast. Of course, you can also catch Nate and I on our social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, and the GG app. I go by Broccolope, that's spelled B-R-O-C-C-O-L-O-P-E, and Nate goes by Nate underscore McKeever. Till next time, loggers, you keep beating down those backlogs, and we'll keep breaking down the benefits.